1: Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. We hope you had a fantastic weekend. We are here to update you on the things that happened in the baseball. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball brought to you by DraftKings. Thank you very much for joining us today on this fine Monday afternoon. We hope you are all doing well. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake. In the corner of the room, we got producer BBD and in California, we got Trevor Ploof. And this episode of Talking Baseball is brought to you by a whole slew of fantastic new patrons, Tom Andrew Calhoun. Jess Sparks, Adrian, whoa, mm. whoa, Adrian Magyar. i never seen mm. Mm. a GY mm. combo in a last name like that. Garrett McCurney, The Do, Andres Martinez, Braden Van Teeling, John Bernier Jr., mm. Joe, Joe Bernier Jr., Dan Packard, Kyle Showalter, and Alexander Kahn.
0: Showalter, huh?
1: Yeah, Buck's nephew. Okay. Buck calls him a little I was gonna use the Ramon Loriano word. I don't know why I stopped. We've said yeah. much worse on this show.
0: It's not a great one. I don't it's not an on air word.
1: Okay. Yeah. It's Pussy Boy. Oh. Oh Ramon Loriano taught me that. That's fair. He's back. That's fair. He he's said, back. how'd you read my lips so back. well? I, I said, oh, did I get everything right? Yeah. And Ramon Liner said, yeah, you got everything right, except you missed when I called him a pussy boy. And I said, mm. Ramon, I didn't know that that was a word or a phrase.
2: Hard PBs early. My bad. That's, uh, I like that phrase a little bit.
1: It's yeah. very fun. Jake just called you that before yeah. the show started.
2: <laughs> well, we'll peel, <laughs> the, curtain back. We'll peel the curtain <laughs> back. He did. Well, that's because he's all the way in New York. Yeah.
1: Trev, how you doing? Yeah.
2: Doing great, Jim. It's good to have you back in the chair. BBD got a rectangle. I don't know if you saw that, but on the episode Heroes uh, filled in yeah. BBD got funny. a rectangle. Yeah. The chat insisted. So that's funny. You're right. The chat, the chat and BBD have this thing mm-hmm. going on. I thought I was the king of the chat. Turns out BBD's the king of the chat. So uh but other than that, my weekend was good. Mother's Day, all that good stuff. We had a nice day yesterday. Um, how about you guys? How are you doing? Jake, Jake, how are you
1: doing? Jake had himself a hell of a weekend.
2: <laughs> he fucking did, didn't he? Papi Gordo
0: had a weekend. I'm, I'm glad my friend James is alive. That's me too. Good news. Uh, Trev and I did have the emergency FaceTime to go through. If you die, like, what's the, what are? Oh, our we next have a, pl- we have a plan. So, oh, we'll uh, that's good. good. <laughs> Luckily, there's enough tape on you in the breakdowns that we just we can chop up each word. Seriously? me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's you great. will, 100%. you will, you will live on. Uh so that's good news. Yeah, I had a...
2: <laughs> no wait, Jimmy, Jimmy that really we really did talk about that. So <laughs> we've laid out yeah. some Just the plans,
3: plans in place now. You're allowed to die again. Congrats. Yeah. So when you do die, you
1: be happy with it. I missed more time this weekend than I did when I actually had COVID. Yeah. You're a, uh Interesting. It's tight. It's tight.
0: Either way, we're happy to have you back. Um, you know, anytime I've I've gotta put on a strong face. It's not my strength. I'm good at putting on an ugly face. Uh, had a little bit of a baseball weekend, babe. The Diamondbacks. Tori 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 Lovello is a huge fan of everything we're doing, and just Joe Cool. I mean, literally, hung out with him for five minutes, and you're like, yeah, I would go to war for him. Uh, and I'm still ready to go for to war with him. Diamondbacks were awesome. They they. Fully let it rip and let us in I'll be grateful for that forever Excited to get in the pool down there um, You know, I think that would look good on me We actually got some numbers and information We could do a pool day with the D-backs pretty easily uh, So that'll, one one day down the line But they were awesome And then, yeah, I got a little birdie That told
3: Mm-mm-mm. me
0: Shane Green uh, was linking back up with with the Braves um, I asked the little birdie for more information Or how they knew in, that information And it passed the sniff test And then, as everybody knows, the real ones I said, would you bet our friendship on it? And they said, absolutely, I'm a big fan And I, I wouldn't just do this Went for it, bang bang, skeet skeet We, uh, we, we're out here So it was, uh And they
1: actually credit you Rosenthal, Heyman, Sherman They all actually credit yeah,
0: you Yeah, they uh you know social social media Kyle was ready to go for throats if they didn't so I'm happy they did and yeah that's cool I know we've we've had our we've all had our different turns breaking news and uh you know at this point we're up to 50-50 on it being a good time uh so now that we've kind of figured out our way of doing it uh Got the pass in text that was like, oh, I I miss when you used to hand me things like this. And he's like, congrats. And it's like, hey, like, I know you're busting balls, but is it really a congrats? Like, what are we doing? Let's just share information on the Internet if it comes through. But uh, it was a big weekend. uh, And obviously there was some hilarious irony that it was happening while you were dying, more or less.
2: You put the team on your back. Jake. And I did something this weekend that I hate to do. Okay. Which is give you credit. Yeah. I did that on social media for you. That's how good of a weekend you had. Huge. It's huge. Your
1: credit from Trev. Trev, how was your weekend? I saw Teddy with a, a rope over shortstop.
2: Yeah. We had a second to last game. The team is finally firing on all cylinders. It's a shame that the season is ending now. But what yeah. What team weekend, is that again? We were. We were a D backs company Yep. this weekend. The D backs had a great game. Um, like I said, just one more to go, uh, which kind of stinks because, like I said, I really believe, and I have a bunch of kids that aren't very good baseball players on my team. First time ever playing, Hope they're, they're finally starting to do it. Oh my no, that's God. fine. They know. They're finally starting to get it, man. Like <laughs> we barely had to use the tee this weekend. We're going. We're going. We're making outs on defense. And then, boom, the season's coming to an end. But. It was a good weekend for Teddy. He he crushed it. That's awesome. Good for Teddy. Kyle
0: Kyle and I had a nice conversation. That was on our way to the D-backs game, who D-backs are live in the chat right now, the best. Mm. Um, And, you know, we we've mapped out a good amount of Teddy's future, so if you ever want that information, let us know.
2: Okay.
1: Trev, you know that stuff that before you get the <laughs> numbing needle at the dentist, they oh. put that, like, stuff on your gums? Mm-hmm. Jake and I are both numbed up with that right now. Yeah. They prescribed Ooh. that to me.
2: Like ambisol? It it Lidocaine. Lidocaine. Ooh, yeah. So, why does Jake
1: have it? I Oops. told Jake that I had it and he was <laughs> like, "I got some stuff I could use." I, I mean,
0: I've had a couple cold sores, but I was in no spot to talk about them because mm. I was clearly getting out it, cold sore.
1: I think you want to yeah, say canker sore. Time, canker yeah. sore. I think you want to say can- canker, canker sore. You said that on the Weekly well, Dumb today, and I wanted to correct you, but
0: it's all right. There's it's sore. Sore, yeah. Noodle's got a poop butt
1: thing going on.
0: Let's talk some baseball. Aww. Let's talk
1: some baseball. I'm I'm giving the NL update, and are you ready, Trev? No. No, you're not? <laughs> it's not. Okay. Well. <laughs> The Cubs took two of three from the Pirates. Cubs relievers pitched to a one ERA in 11 innings. Good job by the Cubs relievers. Cubs hitters slash, not that great. They only had two extra base hits all series, but Jock had six hits. Tyler Anderson, eight innings pitched, two earned runs on Sunday. T.A., good job by him. The Mets swept the Talking Snakes. Oh, no. Not a great road trip for Jake's D-backs. The Mets' starting pitchers and the offense both weren't great, but the relievers, Trevor May, shout out, were really good. Patrick Mazika, is that how you say mm-hmm. it? Had a walk-off dribbler in game one in his second career plate appearance. Both New, York, both New York teams with walk-off dribblers this weekend. Lindor breaks his slump. He goes five for 13 with a home run. And four RBIs. He also had an altercation in the tunnel with McNeil that wasn't a rat raccoon situation, but they they've bonded over saying it was kinda. My suspicion is that McNeil's not happy with any part of the scenario. We'll get to that later. The Brewers, the Brew Crew, they took two out of three from the Marlins. Both teams pitched well. Miami pitchers recorded a 2.57 ERA. Milwaukee a three. Flat ERA. Hauser struck out 10 and homered Mm. in game two. Chisholm is, uh, well, what's this? Brett Anderson makes his return from the IL. Chisholm's going to have a rehab assignment. Burns hopeful to be activated by the end of the week. So all teams getting some guys back. The Braves take two out of three from the Phillies. They tied game two in the ninth. Then they tied it in the 11th. Then they scored four in the 12th to finally Win it. Segura, realmuto McCutcheon all had six plus hits and three plus RBIs. Good job by them. Morton got rocked and Yanoa, is that how you say it? Yanoa continues pitching well. Is he still hitting 400 as well? I don't know. Acuna left Saturday with a bruised pinky but returned Sunday. He's fine. The Cardinals swept the Rockies. How about that? Cardinals hitters slash 289 batting average, 358 on base percentage. The Rockies hitters were worse than that. Flaherty gets a seven-innings pitch shutout and hits his first career home run. So two pitchers dealed and hit home runs in the National League this weekend. Wayno also had a really good outing. Arenado homers off his former team. That was a fun storyline. The Giants took two out of three. From the Padres, the West is just beating up on the West. Disco versus Snell in game one. Man, Gossman versus Musgrove. Paddock versus Cueto. All the starting pitchers kind of struggled. Slater, two home run in the series, including a go-ahead home run. Yeah, he was my what-to-watch-for and my nickname that I never actually got called. Aaron Sanchez, Alex Sigson placed on the 10-day IL. Hmm. Tough, 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 tough job.
2: Mm. Way to go, Jim. Mm. Welcome back. It's bad. I was worried about that, to be honest. It's but bad. I I
1: lit a caned up, so I'm good. Last for 4 hours, and I need more.
2: Do you feel bad, Jake, about how the Diamondbacks performed the weekend that you took over their team? So,
0: No. I think if we're being honest, I think there was a Hail Mary effect. Because uh, at that point mm. by, by the time I went to the game they I think it was an L4 uh, In the street column So you know it's like hey at a certain point Let's just throw I mean literally Shit at the wall And uh, hopefully that turns it around Yeah I mean there was a moment uh, During the game that Kyle and I realized that we were like, hey, if the Diamondbacks could go on like a 6 game winning streak, we could milk the hell out of that. Yes. Uh, yeah. but yeah, they <laughs> a West Coast team came out east. My D-backs had a uh had a couple tough series and hey, the Mets, the rat raccoon, whatever's going on, uh teammates fighting. Hey, they're uh they're winning baseball games. They jump on top of the NL East for a little bit.
2: Yeah. Are we going to talk about that? Do we need to, or should we just kind of Uh, The rat-raccoon story? All right, so for anyone
1: that has no idea what happened, Lindor and McNeil, there's a ball to the shortstop side a second. McNeil was kind of closer to it when it started, but it would have been a backhand play because of the shift, whereas it came right to Lindor. Uh, Lindor fielded it. fielded it and threw it to first but the the it, he bounced it and the runner was safe and McNeil kind of didn't get fully out of his way. I don't know. It was kind of a weird nothing play but also kind of a something play. Then uh the Mets are going to the dugout and all of a sudden you see Conforto like hear something and then they and Dom Smith and they just they sprint to the tunnel cuz something's going on. And no one really knew what uh but it's something Making all anyone that heard it sprint to go help. That's how loud or whatever it was. So a lot of people were speculating that it was Lindor and McNeil fighting in a way. Um, and then there was a lot of speculation that McNeil kind of looked like his jaw got... I don't know. That's kind of too much for me. But there were a lot of pictures of McNeil's face and lip and jaw. It looked like he got punched. Then Lindor hits a big home run. They tie the game. Everything's going well. Um... After the game, it's very clear that the Mets knew this was going to be a huge storyline and, and all the questions were going to be about this. So they concocted a story uh, that, and I mean, you know what? You almost need to hear Lindor say it, if I can pull up the audio. Because he says it, he tells this story. If you were to just read it, you'd be like, hey, we're not that dumb. But the way that they said it, like they're not trying to hide it. They're Like the way Lindor tells the story, it's like, here's the bullshit story we're going to tell you. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Obviously, this isn't actually what happened, but we're not going to tell you what happened, so here's this joke. Well, if you don't hear it, you might, like, not understand that, like, they know no one's going to believe them. They just simply don't care. You know what I'm saying?
2: And then the the media was so mad about it that they didn't come out and just tell the truth. It's like... They didn't want to. Like, it was something that happened in the clubhouse. They didn't want to talk about it. They knew they had to face the media at some point. And then the media got mad, and then they made it into a huge story, and then they were mad at Lindor for making it a huge story, but it didn't have to be a huge story. It was They pretzeled each other. Yeah, so Lindor and the media, they, they all pretzeled.
1: Here's uh here's the audio.
2: I told him I was like, hey, I'd never seen a New York rat, so we went down sprinting. I want to go see a New York rat. And he
1: got mad at me. He's like, no, it's not a rat. It's a raccoon. I'm like, hell no, man. It's a damn rat.
2: Who was who he? Who are you debating that with? Uh, we Jeff. I, I can bring him out and probably give him a kiss in the cheek if you guys want. <laughs> just, sure, just, why not? Hmm. Just a rat.
1: That edit, I don't know why they put the song behind it. Uh-huh. And, and they also took out the hmm. part that I think is the best because he says, basically, if you ever see me hashtag wow, Or I hashtag, oh, wow. It's like, hey, I'm being very sarcastic here. Please don't take this seriously. After he said it, he was like, it was crazy, man. It was amazing. It was crazy. And it's like, yeah, okay. Still, people were like, you think we're going to believe this? And it's like, nah. But I was laughing because I think McNeil got the short end of this whole damn story. He got, like, for all we know, he got shoved or punched in the tunnel by Lindor, the new guy on the team who's been slumping like crazy. And then he's not even allowed to talk about it. You just gotta mm-hmm. eat it and be like, "Yeah, it was about it was about a rodent fight." Like McNeil wasn't <laughs> into as into it as Lindor, so I think this is Lindor kind of big dick in his way around the Mets clubhouse a little bit. Not a bad way, I guess. A
0: little but. bit, and I hey, uh, you know, if if we want a Jakey detective get in on this, uh, you know, McNeil's nickname. It's got some squirrel things in there, so maybe they spun off of that, and they were like, "We got into a tussle," and then, you know, Lindor, you know, maybe he dug into his road and stuff. It's weird. We don't know what happens, and that's Trev. You mentioned the two way pretzel. Here is that any other baseball team would have said like, "Yeah, there's a there's a little bit of a scuffle in the hallway." Uh, You know, everyone's good. You know, these guys run hot. They just want to win baseball games, and you move on. The media, not even being able to get that answer, was like, "What the hell? You guys are gonna rat raccoon us?" And so that's uh, both sides kind of ended up in a pickle there. And it's, uh, you know, Mets I, again. A lot of actually, the good Mets fans understand. The, a lot of Mets people came up at the game and said, "What's up?" and big talking baseball fans and all that. You know, at, every fan base has their one percent on the internet, and that you know and especially Mets fans cuz there are a chunk that thinks Yankees Mets it's a whole thing like I don't live there like no if we see you in a world series yeah uh it'll be intense and I'll go at you but until then I see you for like five games a year so I'm kind of good on that uh you know I'm I kind of root for the Mets cuz oh my god a New York New York world series that's like my dream anyways uh yeah I it's just I my best thing I can say is hey zoom out and whenever we make jokes or the Mets or whatever, zoom out on the Mets and then zoom in uh, between this rat raccoon situation. They made up a fake hitting coach. Like it's oh this gosh. isn't normal baseball organization stuff. Like if I told you before this, if I told you before the season there was going to be a team that made up a fake hitting coach and then said that there was rodents fighting in the in the hallway of their team <laughs> dugout. Everyone would have guessed the Mets, and we would have been right again.
2: I also have some things like about the Chili Davis firing that I really can't go into. Like there's stuff behind the scenes that's also going on. That again, if I was to like lay it out there and say, guess what team this was, you'd probably guess the Mets. And I don't know. Like honestly, I haven't followed the Mets long enough to know how long this has been going on. But it seems like for quite some time. The a Mets couple years been. ago
1: they retired a guy Just <laughs> mm. <laughs> Whatever
2: I will get into dude. There's
1: some real fun Metsy Mets stuff
0: And and this is So okay let's spin it back up for Mets fans A lot of the Mets actual Baseball fans because they're baseball fans I love baseball All the real Mets fans were in the comments saying like Hey we're kind of playing some good ball Can we talk Five about wins that in a row. Yeah we're getting hot Like Lindor got a couple big hits hopefully he gets going Uh the crowd loves Conforto. We were on right field. I didn't realize Yeah, Mets fans were all about it. Uh polar bear, they're pitching a little bit. Taiwan Walker making fun of me. Always. Um, so yeah, the Mets fans are like, I wish we could kind of move past this Rat Raccoon stuff because we're playing a good brand of baseball right now, which hey, you do that for two series in the NL East right now, and you're you're the top dog.
2: Yeah, I love I love I love the NL East. I love that Braves. Phillies matchup that went on. It's just, it's just, it's just a good division right now to watch games in because you still have yeah have the Mets at top right now. The Phillies and Braves are right at five hundred. The Marlins, who are the Marlins? That's kind of Ooh. like where I'm at with them. I don't, I don't know. I think they're going to be kind of where they're at the rest of the season. And then you have the Nationals that can come in and 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 beat you whenever they need to with that starting pitching. So it's going to be such a fun division to follow. I'm glad. That the Mets have kind of woken up a little bit. We need Lindor to get going, uh, but it's going to be a fun division to follow all throughout the year.
0: You mentioned you mentioned Braves, Phillies. Uh, last note, just on the game I went to, Trev. Did you see who got the start for the Mets? It was an opener, and it's one of your boys. Big going old back, Tommy back. Hunter oh, got the Tom opener Hunter. start. I saw he
2: got called up, yeah.
0: So that was, that was kind of a funny moment. But uh, you mentioned Braves-Phillies. A lot of these NL East matchups have been just messes. The Saturday game, 12 innings, that was the official um, everyone send out the win probability chart of the game because it was just up and down. Uh, Braves end up winning two out of three there, and... Is it time every, every I feel like every episode we keep saying, is this when the Braves kick in? Is this when the Braves kick in? They might, I know, you know, Shane Green is on a, a solid bullpen ad, not nothing crazy, but he's an arm out there. They're also supposed to get Chris Martin back soon, who's supposed to be another kind of key cog in the bullpen. You add a couple bullpen arms. You you start winning a couple games. Is this what gets the Braves firing all cylinders? Because
1: man, I'm very few teams in baseball are right now. Giants. Giants win again. Giantes. Yeah, so the Mets are the Mets are leading the East. And uh the East now has three teams five hundred or above. For a long time it was like no one in the NL East has a winning record. And um the Nats. Ew. The Cardinals leading their division with the Brewers behind them. Cubs five hundred. And the Dodgers, I didn't say them because they had an interleague series, but they drop all the way to third, and the Giants stay in first place in their division because they just keep winning. Oh, good for the Giants.
0: There's a Christopher O'Brien in the chat right now shaking things up. I'm not sure what that's all about.
1: What's he saying?
0: What's he saying? He said, who's the guy on the left? Oh,
1: my God. Yeah. Mm. Looks like you. Um, that's really it. Good job by the Cardinals. Yeah, cards probably deserve a little more love in this segment.
0: They're they're playing good baseball. I think they're one of four teams with twenty wins right
2: now. They swept the Rockies. Um good. And the Rockies stink, so. Oh. Is that gonna be like a thing where we just if you're if you're a betting man, like are you just gonna go after the Rockies and the Tigers? Tigers? Like, yeah, but I mean Vegas think, is gonna alter the odds.
1: Like you're gonna I
2: know the odds are gonna be big, but like I mean, how many – these teams look so bad. They look so bad. You this know it's like got the third-worst record big, in all right, of baseball? Theory. The Angels? Twins. Yeah. Yeah, they look terrible. They look terrible. How?
1: Well, we'll do the AL, then we'll get to the Twins. Yeah.
0: Who's bringing it? You, Jake? I'm bringing it uh, Giants. You're probably stoked, like, taking two out
1: of three from the Padres yeah, with no, the start. Absolutely. Like, that must have been – in in division Impactful. yeah. No, I mean a couple more of those. Uh, Our Wi Fi's out, so I can't look at anything. Yeah. So that's f- always fun here. Um, Someone
2: got mad at me uh, last episode um, because we were giving Gabe Kapler credit, and they didn't like Gabe Kapler. But guess what? I don't care. Gabe is doing it. He should never have been fired from Philadelphia. The Giants got him, and here we are. You know how I you know how I peruse all of the team subreddits just to
1: hear what fan bases are saying sometimes. There was someone in the Giants subreddit that was complaining about how Gabe Kapler has no fire. And it made me laugh because that was the exact storyline in Philly. But the San Francisco doesn't really demand that out of a manager besides this one guy who, because all the responses are like, who cares? And it's so funny because when you see Gabe Kapler in these altercations, he doesn't want to get ejected and yell
2: and scream. And uh he'd rather have a deep conversation with mm, the empire. He, he'd he rather pry yeah. into their soul than yell at them. That's the kind of guy he yeah. is. Yeah. No, okay? I just saw and I laughed because that's what, uh, <laughs> that's funny. Um,
1: someone asked, how is the wifi out? But the stream is still up streams on ethernet. Hardline. Hardline. We're not mm. dumb. We're not dumb here. Tori Lovello, big yeah. fan of the breakdowns. Yeah. Uh,
0: there was a joke made that like, Hey, if you get tossed today, like we got gotcha. you. And, uh, he was like, well, if there's a play at one base, me and that umpire have a little bit of a history, so maybe. Ooh, so right. we, we were kind of like, all right.
1: <laughs> he got tossed the next day. Yeah. <laughs> so was it third base because then that ump went to home plate? No comment. Okay. Uh, I don't think I'm going to do a breakdown on it because he left his mask on the whole time and you can't really. And it was kind of like he just got tossed because they were losing a lot and yeah, he needed to protect his needed
0: player. Needed to spark him
1: before we get back to Arizona number one state. He said, that, he, uh... he said the breakdown I did about him.
2: I got it right. A yeah. lot of deliberating.
1: Yeah. That's cool. Very Did he
2: mention that him and way. I used to go like toe to toe um at this thing called the Over the Line tournament? I kept saying Trevor Plouffe, and he's like, "Who?" like, "Who?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. He <laughs> freaking knows who <laughs> I am. Trust me, he used to wax that ass in the Over the Line <laughs> tournament.
3: Oh,
0: <laughs> you should have told me that.
2: What's the Over the Line tournament? What's the over- <laughs> It's like a charity thing that my high school baseball team would do. And it's like you never played Over the Line. It's like a it's like a baseball game that you play. Maybe. I don't know by that It's not name. important. It's not important. But I love Tori. Tori's always been a good guy. So I'm happy that you two are like friends. You basically like are friends now, right? <laughs> friends. Yeah.
1: Fiends. Ooh. All right. The AL update is brought to you by Cushy Dreams. If you guys have listened before, you know about Cushy Dreams. Hopefully you've tried them out. If you haven't listened before, listen up. Cushy Dreams specializes in high-quality, smokable CBD. Uh, So it's got 0.03% THC. It's legal across all 50 states. It'll ship discreetly to you. It's cannabis that ships discreetly to you. It's uh, smokable. So they got pre-rolled joints, they got eighths, it mm. smells like marijuana, it tastes like marijuana. But if you don't want to get mm. the side effects of marijuana, but you want the anxiety to go down, you mm. want the pain to go down. Actually, Katie and I were using some CBD last night because her back was hurting her, um, mm. but she can't get high. Oh, wow. What? That's good. Yeah. Yeah, she can't get high, but she can get CBD. 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 So you can go to cushydreams.com. It's K-U-S-H-Y dreams.com. You can use baseball code baseball for 20% off your next order. Smoke your CBD with promo code baseball for 20% off today. Cushy dreams. Jake, what happened in the American League? Cause it's one more day up in the canyon.
0: And it's one more night in Baltimore for the Red Sox, who just won three straight games against the Orioles. They're playing the fourth game today. How about that? Pavetta, Trev's guy, full pension. Piv was on the bump. Richards, Rodriguez, more so for the Orioles starting pitching. They got rocked around so far. 7 9 ERA and 11.1 innings pitch. No bueno. Five Red Sox hit homers. Chavis, ice horse season. He gets his first. We've seen him go ding dong. Kike, my guy. He gets hurt though. Don't like that. We'll see what happens in the final game of that series today. Twins and Tigers. Game three got postponed, so they split the first two 7 3, 7 3. Tigers hitters were hitting a little bit. 289, 393, like that. Tigers match though. 292, 418. Tigers relievers, it's bad, man. It's bad. ADRA that series. Five of seven relievers give up runs. Man, Tigers bull. Like, how do you not have. Not doing that now. Mariners at Rangers. Rangers, get back up to 500. Taylor Hearn. Follow him on Instagram. It's good content. Both offenses hit a little bit. Rangers put up a big number. Uh, Garcia for the Rangers. He's been hitting. You might even hear about him later. You also might not. Great end to game two. Garcia throws out Lewis at the plate. Really good pick by the catcher. That was fun. Arihara to the IL. Blue Jays at Astros. Astros take... Two out of three. They win on Arquiti and Grinky Day. Mats was out there for the Blue Jays win. We had a little Gurriel fest. That was fun. We've got them on both sides of the puck. Simeon, four hits, including a home run. Astros were hitting. Uh, Blue Jays were not pitching too hot. And then the White Sox take on the Royals. Oh, boy. Are the wheels coming off for the Royals? Are the White Sox getting it going? White Sox top Hop on top of the AL Central. Rodone, Lance Lynn, and the girl from Giolito, Lucas Giolito. Tall and tan and young and lovely. White Sox starting pitchers, Jim, you like this? 0.56 ERA. That's good. That's good. That's good. Royal starting pitchers? 1, 2, 3, 4. That's bad. 12.34 34 ERA. Abreu and Mercedes, a couple thick boys knocking it around. And the Rays at the A's. couple West Coast, East Coast teams that get compared to each other. Athletics take the first two, 2-1, two, 6-3. Rays take the final one, 4-3. Athletics relief pitching. 8.1 innings, only one earned run. Like that a little bit. How about a Seth Brown walk-off? And in sad news, Kevin Kiermaier. The sheriff goes to the IL, and that's your ale recap.
1: Fantastic job!
2: Way to go, Jake!
1: Way to go! I know. Uh, I don't know. I, I was going to say I know that I know. Uh, you know, well, Trev. Yeah. Trev's on the show. He played for the Twins for a while, and I said at you know at the end of the NL recap, third worst record in all of baseball. They lost a game to the. Tigers, mm. in which they had like I was just looking it up, like how did they lose to the Tigers because we've seen what the Tigers have done, they had thirteen hits, trev um they went one for fourteen with runners in scoring position, and everyone has their troubles, and it's just one game they're uh what are they two and seven in may, what's up, mm. Trev, when we're getting to the middle of may and i and I you know, obviously when the Yankees were doing bad, Jake and I were irrational and we we're like, This looks awful, this is terrible. And they're somewhat while still not really looking better at the plate, Sands, Stanton, and LaMayu, they're winning now, which is good. The pitching's been better. What's going on with the twins? And and how much longer can it go can it go before they're like, Well, division's not happening?
2: I, I I, honestly do not know. I mean, their, their hitting has been, honestly, it's been pretty damn good. If you go in the team stats, I mean, they're second in OPS plus. They're like fourth in OPS. They're doing it. Have they done it with runners in scoring position? Not really. Um, pitching hasn't been there. It's just one of those things that haven't clicked to get wins. And we talked about it before on this, sh- this show or another show. I don't know. I think Jake mentioned it about how in nine-inning games, they're not that bad. <laughs> yeah. But the extra ending games, the seven ending games they've been really they've been really poor, so do I think they're a twelve and twenty team? No, I don't think they're a twelve and twenty twi- team, but they are a twelve and 20 team. If that makes any sense what I just said right there. G- I think they're going to be better, but there comes a point where if you get down this many games in the division, it's hard to to climb back up and there's it's a it's a tougher division than we had given it credit for before the season we said the royals they could be okay the indians are going to stink they don't want to win well guess what they're winning even if they don't want to win they're winning so there are some good teams in that division and if the twins continue to pile up the losses and get behind and get behind it's going to be interesting to see what they do because a lot of the people they have like some like most of their good players are old like that that core they had like they're they're going to have to make some decisions here. Mm. Falvey and Levine, Levine, Levine they're going to have to make some decisions here coming up quickly. Because this window that they thought was open, I don't think it's as open as much as they thought.
0: Buxton goes to the IL, and he had been so good for them. So, so good. I mean, MVP race good. So that hurts. And yeah, Jim, it was my fun stat from last episode trying to impress Chris Rose, and he was not, not impressed. Didn't like my pool ball no. stakes. No. Mm. Um, The Twins are now 12 and 9 in nine inning baseball games. They're 0 and 11 in extra innings and seven inning doubleheaders.
1: I heard a lot of that. The extra inning stuff, I I believe, because their bullpen's been bad. And I don't know if the Twins have figured out, the Yankees haven't figured it out yet how to do the extra innings. Like, they're trying to play it like it's real baseball. And the teams that have understood, like, okay, this is a bunting and fly ball competition now are winning in those games as well as the idea of, well, tie game in the ninth inning, if you're at home, you always just throw your closer out there because there's no save situation anymore. But you shouldn't do that now. You should throw your next best reliever who's still available, and you should save your closer for the uh, potential 10th inning with the runner on second base, because, especially the Yankees, because you just need strikeouts at that point. Yeah, and, you need strikeouts. Uh, Overall Chapman strikes out 90% of the batters he faces this year. So it's a... It's a waste to use him in the ninth with a clean slate and then bring in, you know, the second-tier reliever because they already burnt all the other guys, and you bring in – I am i don't want to throw anyone under the bus. I'm just trying to – like, you bring yeah. in Wandy Peralta with the runner on second, and it's like, why didn't we save our biggest – and other teams are doing that, and they're saving their strikeout pitchers when the runner on second, and they're bunting – yeah, it, gets, flies. it
0: does get tricky because I mean, if you use Wandy Peralta in the ninth and then you blow the lead there, and now your team is down in the bottom of the ninth. That's the the counter to that. You don't want to go without using Chapman. But it, it it's, dep- it's very true what you're saying. I if mean, if there's a setup guy innings,
1: available, like a like a you know, if there's a a high leverage a high guy, leverage that, guy available, that, that Chad Green, yeah, yes, that's relies what he's a little more on
2: contact,
3: yeah, as opposed to in the extras. Save your yep. strikeout guys Aren't, for
2: extra innings. I know it's all different because it depends on who you're going to have up who the runner on second base is but it seems to me like if you're if you're the visiting team and you're going first you have to just try to score that one run. Yeah. Like the teams that are trying to bang and you know have a multiple run inning, I don't think that really works out. Get that one run in and then put the pressure on the home team to have to do it again. Guys don't know how to freaking bunt anymore. So, if you do score that one run, if you just, you know, hit the ball to second base or you do bunt him over, whatever it is, like it's not a for sure thing that the home team is going to be able to match that, especially if you can play a little bit of bunt defense or, like you're saying, the visiting team saves a strikeout pitcher uh, for that bottom half. It's, it is, it's interesting. You know, I really haven't thought about that. There has to be some strategy for these this dumb extra innings rule now. Like, you have to plan for it. Yeah, it's, a, it's happening a lot. No,
1: yeah, it's a different game.
2: And I, I got frustrated
1: with the Yankees, and I don't know if the Twins are not doing it, but it, they're losing a lot of the game. So you have to give you have to give up and be like, all right, this is a bunting and sack fly competition. Yeah. Anything that comes after that first run is awesome. But if you don't score that first run by bunting him over and then hitting a sack fly, you've lost the game. And that's
0: where I, I yeah. think analytics... Has been telling people that if you're the away team not to bunt Which, Trev, I, I'm completely with you I think you do whatever to get that run on the scoreboard Because then you flip the pressure And if the other team, you know, doesn't get the runner over or whatever You've you've now put your position like Like, the mentality Because we're a couple gamers here We got four gamers on the show right now mm. You gotta get that You have to put a one on the scoreboard like I almost look at it. Jimmy's played me in ping pong, and he knows my fatal flaw is I just play defense. I don't have winning shots. we're uh, up
2: playing against the board, I used to play. I ag- hate playing against somebody like that. I
0: used that. to play against a wall in my basement. It's how I learned. I never hit winning shots. Why it's you like, can
1: beat Jake? You just
0: have really fun oh, rallies for a while, and then yeah. you, once you land I'm, one good shot, you get him. I'm the dream ping pong opponent. Yeah, uh, it's uh like I would just get
1: the run across every inning and force them to make the mistake. Like, I bet – do we have stats on that? Can we look at team the away team who score in the 10th? They push that first run across how often they win. How often they win. Or it goes to an 11th inning? Yeah,
2: 100%, Jeremy and Jeremy in the chat says the Rays have yet to bunt in extra innings. So now let's go look at their record in extra innings. See if I can find that. You got to do
1: it because we don't have Wi-Fi. I got you. You're our research way. department. I tried
3: taking every computer off that – I don't think it's, we'll know, I don't to reason, it. We'll have to reset after.
1: Just yeah. um, The
2: Red Sox are are they beat the Orioles again?
1: Best record in baseball.
2: <laughs> best record in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> they, they this out. Tampa Bay Rays zero and three in extra inning games. They've yet to bunt, according to Jeremy in the chat. So maybe there's some correlation there. The best team in extra innings is a team that is four and zero. I'm trying to get it back up. Here. Okay. Se- Seattle and Texas are both four and zero. Look at that. Feels like teams that probably go small. Best ball teams up. in baseball. Yeah, and Milwaukee they they're four and one seems like they probably would do it as well.
1: Yeah, I, I hate that, non- oh, I, I hate 13, that nonsense. Seven. They say if you don't bunt, you know you don't you. Know, if you bunt them over, the run expectancy is better to score one run, but worse to score multiple runs. Well, it's tie game and extra innings, so one run. One run. Is pretty ideal. Odd,
3: the odds of scoring a run go up. Foolish baseball did a good video about it this weekend. Oh. So. Yeah, the Dodgers
1: starting Dodgers Bayley? starting pitchers Who? 2019.
2: Bailey calling out Christian Yelich's mom, so I started calling yeah. out Bailey's mom on Twitter and he wouldn't show a picture of her. I like that Coward.
0: A Send a good mom hmm. off between you two. Uh,
2: yeah. Dodgers 1 and 6. Red Minnesota Sox 0 and 7. Red
1: Sox come off a real fun slate of teams that they've played against here. Yes. Seattle, the Rangers, the Tigers, Baltimore, and the Yankees beat these teams as well, so it's not really shit talking. Um I'm just interested to see. Like, I, I for sure think they're a playoff team right now. Like, I think that if they can drive Best this hot, record in baseball, if they can drive, th- yeah. But still, there's some people doubting them, and I think yeah. that's kind of foolish. I wouldn't doubt them. Um, but I'm interested to see. I mean, the Royals. I'm I'm more so intrigued by still. Do you guys think the Royals are the real deal, or do you think that they might, you know, get got by the White Sox or whatever? Because I think the I Red Sox will be think- top of the division first or second
2: I don't I think both those teams will end up not being in the playoffs over 162 especially you just talked about the slate of games that they the Red Sox just went through Uh, we talked about this a little bit with Chris Rose this morning they their schedule coming up now is is tough and uh, and and then if they get through this and they're still doing it I'll be a believer but they don't play a good team like they don't play like a bad bad team until August 3rd which is Detroit like they are gonna be run through the gauntlet the rest of May and all of June and all of July like it's a tough, tough schedule so let's I really wanna see how they perform in these next few months i'm i'm not I'm just not on the Red Sox train right now, and this might come back to bite me but i i i just i don't see it
0: yeah i mean there's it's two different conversations they're the best record in baseball i mean that just it doesn't pass the sniff test. Um, I, I think they're going to be solid I mean the top half of that lineup And it's just It's where do you actually land When we hit around the trade deadline You know I I saw Sox fans getting excited for some Scherzer I mean it, I, I bet we'd all be A lot higher on the Red Sox If Chris Sale comes back And looks 90% of Chris Sale And they made a trade for Max Scherzer Or something like that So just stay in the mix That's what I said for day one With these Red Sox And they got off to a hot start They I know, Trev, you get running hot on managers. They clearly feel a little bit of energy from Cora, whatever that means. Cora also does look better when a lot of those guys are raking. They have the highest OPS in the majors, which I won't give Cora credit for that. And, you know, that ties into the whole what's going on in baseball with the hitters right now because highest OPS, I think, Compared to last year, the year before that, they would have been ninth best, but nobody's hitting. They are right now, and they're getting a little bit of pitching. So I do want to see. They've got a couple tough months of summer baseball coming up. Right now, they're feeling good. So, hey, you know, string along some series, string along some wins. You should be fine, especially, um, you know, if you could get around the trade deadline, they should have a little bit of flexibility. but yeah, no, we we still have a lot to find out about this Red Sox team, but I mean the the dream start they wanted coming into the season. The Royals, I'm a little worried. Uh it's starting to feel like that good energy and you know, I said a lot of this, so I'm I'm putting myself out in front of the in front of the bus. You know, I don't know. It, their run differentials looking bad. They're under 500. That division was supposed to be tough The Twins we just talked about They haven't figured it out The White Sox are starting to look good Cleveland does what Cleveland does That, you know, Trev I I know you said like, hey, Chris Bryant These Royals, they were winning games uh, There's a trade deadline where the Royals ain't buyers uh, They're sellers mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. that might be a 60-40 sellers at this point
2: Yeah, I mean they to get Bryant, they would have had to continue to be there at the deadline. I I hope everyone proves me wrong. You know I want all the teams to do well. I just they're they're if I'm looking at these teams and just, you know, watching the games, reading the statistics on paper, I just I just don't see either of them at the top of the divisions. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's hard to talk it's hard for me to talk badly about um teams and players, but I just don't I don't believe in them.
1: Okay. You know? Not good. I'm trying to. Look, I was looking up the Mariners in extra innings. The first, the first one was the first game in the season, and um, the opposing pitcher <laughs> walked in the walk off, mm. walked three batters Ooh, straight. So that helps. That helps when you don't have to swing at all. Um,
2: what else we got? White Sox got the sweep. That's awesome. The Astros took two or three from the Blue from Jays. the Blue Jays. That's a pretty big series right there. Is it? What are the Blue
1: Jays up to? What are what are they? Where are they in the standings?
0: They're now? a game above five hundred. I mean, the the Yanks and the Astros are both two games above five hundred right now. So they're they're doing things. They're, yeah, they're still in the mix. Um, Houston's hitting the ball. Yeah, Houston's Houston's on the way back. Um, yeah, as as the temperature goes out, goes up. Side to see. See somebody get hot,
2: man. Did you see you the picture of the, the Cardinals? Today?
0: Yeah, the Altuve pick. That, uh, they are
2: eight eight and two Cardinals. Shout out in last ten. The, the Altuve picture was making the rounds around the internet. He had all the pink on, and it was just a ba- really bad angle it's a tough for him angle. because in there it made him look even shorter than he is. And people, it was. Hey, when he first came up, I did a whole video on short players versus tall
1: players. When Altuve came up, when the Astros were still in the NL and they had the old uniforms, he was listed at five five on all the scorebugs. It's 5'6 now. I don't think he grew since he Ooh, was, like, 23 grew. years old. Good pair of spikes. Yeah. Mm. I wonder what his actual height is. Let's see him. Let's get him Because I, I think some places list him as 5'7 now. But when he first came oh, up on the scorebug, it was 5'5. Five, five. Definitely not 5'7. Let's five, get him seven. on the pod. No, no, no. no I was no. going to say, I think I've seen him listed as 5'7. That's what I've like, seen. Like, at that's not what he is. Because I've always said he's our height. But, like, they had him listed as 5'5 five, five when he was in his rookie seasons. It's a two-inch fluctuation there.
0: Been there. Uh, Trev, I know this is someone you were tweeting about, and I felt the exact same emotion, and it was just seeing him. Jordan Alvarez, man, I think we're we're starting to enter some special territory. I mean, that opposite field home run he hit looked like a mishit, and it's out of the yard. And this year where people aren't hitting, like, his numbers at his age, um, I mean, it's... It's special, and Paul O'Neal on the Yankees broadcast When the Yankees played Houston Before he homered twice off Garrett Cole Paul O'Neill, who's a hilarious and awesome broadcaster He was, Jordan Alvarez wasn't doing much And he's just like, this kid's approach is unreal And hearing it from him helped as well But
2: man, he's he's a dude
0: He's a dude
2: Yeah, he's He got a lot of praise. Bregman put out a big uh, tweet about him and just how good he is. I remember I I told you guys, man, this was the reason I picked the Astros to get to the World Series. They were adding Jordan back. You know, like, this is a real deal, like, bona fide offensive superstar. And I said I think he's got one of the sweetest, most pure swings in the game. Top five, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, But he looks really good. You know where he... First signed and who should still have him? The Dodgers, right? The freaking Dodgers traded him for Josh Fields. Can you imagine? No. Friedman, that's he He has a quote saying, that's probably a mistake that I traded old Jordan. <sighs> can you imagine the Dodgers with Jordan Alvarez? No. Like, what?
1: well, Jay, can you let us know the Dodgers or Trev? Let us know Trev's what the Dodgers did know. this weekend in the Interleague because they're a fun storyline as well. Here we go.
2: Fine, I'll start off with the Dodgers, even though that's at the bottom of my <laughs> list. Jim, they went down to Anaheim, the freeway series, and the Angels took two out of three. First game, Griffin Canning. That's our guy. Um, Nate Steele's boy hmm. versus Urias. Angels take it 9-2. Uh, second game, Kershaw versus Bundy. That was the game the Dodgers came out like gangbusters, and then the Angels kind of roared back. So the score was a little closer than it actually was. The Dodgers dominated that game. And then on Sunday... Angels took the rubber match 2-1, to one. Uh, Quintana versus Bauer. The hitters did uh, well on both sides, to be honest with you. Uh, Joe Kelly and Dennis Santana for the Dodgers did not have a good time in this series. Uh, rookie infielder Jose Rojas had four RBIs and his first career home run. We like shouting that out on Talking Baseball. And Albert Pujols' replacement, Jared Walsh, records five ribbies in the series. David Fletcher, six hits. Um, A couple of injuries. Cobb was placed on the uh, the IL, the 10-day IL, and Iglesias. Not sure what's going on with him, but he X on Saturday and did not start on Sunday. Moving on to the Reds in Cleveland. The series got split one to one because Game Three got postponed. That first game was the Miley versus Pleissack. Indians get no hit by Miley. That's the second time they've been no hit three weeks or something like that. Not really good for people, but what do they care? They're still playing good baseball. Miley throws a no hitter. The second game, Savali versus Castillo, nine 2 Indians. Indian starting pitchers were there. 0. 0.6 ERA, Plesek, eight innings pitch, no one runs in Savali, seven innings pitch, one earned run. And Naquan, seventh home run in this series. He's kind of doing, I kind of like that guy. Do you remember he had that, that highlight where he like threw the, the rock horn up when he scored the winning run? I do not. You guys don't remember that? I do. Okay. Moving on, the last interleague series was your guys, Yanks, hosting the Nationals. The Yanks take two out of three. Nationals won game one, 11-4. Corbin versus Tyone. Four-three Yankees in game two. They walked it off in extras. I believe it was Stanton with the walk-off single. looked like he hit it a million miles an hour. Uh, And then the rubber match, the Yankees took three to two. Hermann versus Ross. Scherzer was dominant in game two before the bullpen blew the two. Leads, like Jimmy pointed out, the Nationals social media team calling you out, and then you called them back out. Great job, James. The Mayhew had five hits. Torres had three hits, and they're the only Yankees hitters to have multiple hits. Turner and Castro have five hits, each for the the Nationals. Five different Nationals hit home runs, and guess what, boys? Luke Voigt, Gio Urshela expected to return early this week. The Yanks, they're going like this. They're going up. They're going up. They're going up. And that is what happened in the interleague series this weekend. Thank you, Trevor. Luke Foyt is crushing the ball in AAA. Yeah. Got to love to see that.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for him to rejoin. They haven't had any production from first base at all. At all, at all. So I'm excited for that. Um, yeah, the Yankees played the Nationals. Uh, they took two of three. Scherzer was great. The Nationals are a weird team to me. I th- was it they was it you guys teams. talking in, with Rose last episode? I think maybe I overheard it or maybe it was with us. Like, no one talks about the Nats? And then you wonder, like, should people be talking about the Nats? And then you're like, mm, maybe not. Is it because their logo mm-hmm. looks like Walgreens and they don't have a state, which I think was what Jake said? Like, they're not actually in a real state. What was your joke? I think it was
2: Trev. Trev's joke? Well, I said they're not a real city. Yeah, they're, they're not in a real city. Not.
1: I don't know. They don't, like, they came to town and I was like, uh. Okay, this is a weird hodgepodge of players all on the same team. Schwarber hit a bomb. I like that. Yes. I mean, I didn't like it, but I liked it. Yeah. Schwarber hitting bombs at Yankee Stadium.
0: We've heard about that during each trade deadline for the past couple years. Yeah, Yankees sneak a couple out. I mean, talk about they lose game one. They have the blow-up inning. Uh, And then Mad Max Scherzer's out there for game two, mows him down, but the Yankees find a way against Brad Hand both times. God, Brad Hand and the Yankees, not good. So the Yankees sneak out that. Trev, we talked about it about 10 or so days ago on you and Chris Rose's pregame show about what the Yankees needed to do on this homestand, and I asked if it was unfair or fair to ask for six, seven wins, and you said no. I mean, that's what they should be looking for, and they did that. So that's good. Uh, interested, they've got a big 10-game roadie coming up that starts in Tampa mm. that's been an absolute house of horrors for them. Uh, but they do get King King Louis V back, so that's a lot of fun. Um,
1: Can I say something? Please, man. I know that yes. Brad Hand has good outings. Yeah, a lot but of them. But he never has good outings against the Yankees. Mm-hmm. And... It matches the eye test that he doesn't have good outings every time I see him pitch. Now, I don't know if he pitches different against the Yankees. Have, he's blown a save against the Yankees his last three times facing the Yankees, and you know we were live streaming in the playoffs, and I was like, what the hell? Like He this, throws he throws. This junk. is what Brad Hand throws? He's a junk closer. I need to watch him when he has a good outing, because I don't understand how he ever has a good outing just by watching his stuff. I mean, especially if he's coming in after Scherzer. (laughs) It's like, what? You know, Trevor May was talking about on the Rose rotation how, you know, he's like, I got a really good fastball, but if I come in after DeGrom and throw my fastball, it's easy as shit to the batters because they're used to seeing DeGrom's fastball. Throwing Brad Hand in following Scherzer, I mean, that seems like an illegal move if you're the manager. It's just going to look, I don't know. I'm interested to see how Brad Hand ever has good outings because it doesn't match the eye test. It looks like Roark to me. No that is just like a lefty looper He
0: throws funk, man He throws junk He's a funk closer That, like, after Scherzer I actually like that Because it's a completely different style It's a completely different at bat Trevor Mays saying, you know A righty throwing a four-seam fastball After DeGrom That just, look. that's the Little League
1: effect Yeah, but, like, that's, the guy in Baltimore throws a dead fish Like, that's funk I mean,
0: well, that's maybe the funkiest pitch in the league So, yes, um But yeah,
1: hands there. He was having
0: a great year up until the Yankees. So
2: I know I don't get it.
1: I need to go watch.
0: Go watch it.
2: We'll have you watch some tape. People just don't hit the ball hard against him. You know that's the thing. Is he soft contact keeps the ball on the ground. You know he's at a fifty one point six percent ground ball rate, and league average is forty four percent. So that's kind of a new age way of thinking about things. You know, you want. I think most teams would rather have a strikeout guy in the role that he's in but the ground ball pitchers and weak contact guys are becoming increasingly valuable uh in an era where we're playing with this ball that is extra bouncy Mm. so that's just kind of what he does his uh exit velo average is 83 miles an hour the average is 88 and a half so like he's just soft contact except when he faces the Yankees apparently.
0: Oh, even the DJ one was a ten hopper up the middle in the playoffs. But yeah.
2: he was he was also wild this series, which a yeah, four think pitch walk part, of,
1: Wade, part of his incredible. game. That's
2: just, yeah. yeah, that's not good. And Stanton hit a ball a thousand miles an hour off him ten, which he does. Do you remember that?
1: Oh, do you remember that people. application in high school we had at Pomperaug? Jake, it was called like Faces, where you could just like it was like a police report, like you could like choose the eyes and choose the nose and you could build a face. Ooh, I don't know. Oh. well, that's what his picture looks like. Okay. It looks like someone just like shows <laughs> different aspects and put it together. It's also blurry, which a is clue. tough. Blue. Okay. Tough for baseball reference picture to be blurry, but
2: In, kinda looks like my grandpa. It's badass. Okay. Yeah, my grandpa is a badass or was a badass. Dodgers the, are losing, Jake.
0: Yeah, a lot of games. It's uh, you know, kinda this hidden story of baseball. I'm sure Dodgers fans don't feel like it is, but nationally it hasn't gotten a ton of love because they're still They've stayed above 500, but man, they have been losing a lot of games. And Trev, you mentioned this quickly. They went up 13 nothing against Dylan Bundy, Eat Bugs. Um, they went up 13 nothing, And in the seventh inning, at the end of seven, it was 14 11. And I think the Angels had a couple more guys on base that it that game was late night Saturday. You know, a lot of people were in bed. Mike Trout was in bed. He got pulled from the game early because they were up you so many runs. The game. If they had fully blown that game, we would be in Dodgers hysteria right now. If they blew a 13-run game, and they were kind of close. Like, that that got swept under the rug, and hey, they won the game. But if it, with the losing... Pattern streak, whatever you want to call it, there on. If they had blown a thirteen to nothing game, it would have been full blown hysteria. Um, man, I don't know, Dodgers. What the hell?
2: It's it's so weird because if you look at just what they're doing, just look at the stats, which I know doesn't tell the whole story. Like they're still well above average, both sides of the ball. And Jim, your favorite statistic, boners. What is it called? The Pythagorean. Whatever. Yeah, that's your favorite. I got that from you.
0: Oh, wow. That's oh, well, they
2: should, of. according to that, they should be 21 and 14. So maybe they're getting a little bit unlucky. Um, well, that's, uh, I, people I, use that. I don't that. know, but it's been bad, bad base. It's been bad winning. People or use that for them.
1: to judge managers. So tough job by uh, Roberts. Yeah.
2: I don't, and 21 I don't and really... 14. Yeah, their, their, their run differential is still there, but man, it's, what did they start out 13 and 2 or something like that? Mm. Yeah. It's been bad. It's been full blown bad. Not like not bad road trip bad. Like f- bad, full blown bad. <laughs> guess what guess what their odds are to make the postseason now? 100 93%. 98 ah. 98%. So they're still, <laughs> the computers still believe in the Dodgers. I Apparently, the computer, too, because I 100% still believe in the Dodgers. I still think they could even win 100 games. Mm. Like They're just that good. I think they've had think do they have
1: a losing record in their last 30? They have in their last 20, their last 10, their last five. Yeah, they're 14 and 16 in their last 30 now. That's crazy. Mm. You see Bowers' quotes? He was like, I'm pissed. I came here to win. How would you feel about that, Trev, as an everyday player – um, I think Bauer's been performing on the mound, but again, he pitches once a week, maybe twice a week. And uh, he says, You know, I'm pissed. I didn't, I came here to win. I, I didn't come here to lose. I, I think it's fine quotes, I, but I'm interested from he wasn't just talking about the games he's in. He's talking about like a team dynamic as a guy. Genuine question. I'm not really pointing you in any direction. As if a pitcher speaks about the team as a whole when you're, then he's not an everyday player. Fair, not fair. Do you? Have, does it mean anything?
2: Uh, I think it's fair. I mean, he's part of the team. I, I haven't seen the quote, so I don't want to like go too far into it. Um, but I think if someone was offended on the team, they just say, "Hey, Trev, uh, we're in early May, and I don't know if you know that, but we're a really good team, and there's a lot of baseball left, and we'll be there." At the end of the year. I think that's the the gist of the clubhouse in general. Sure. It's probably pretty uh grim right now because I mean when you start losing, like they've been losing, it's just it's just not fun to show up to the yard. But they also know like we're we are the best team in baseball. Like we will be okay. There's if there's anything, any team that's really confident and can say that it's the Dodgers. So I think that, you know, he's maybe doing a little bit of lip service to the L.A. media, like, like showing, hey, I'm, I want to win. I think that's, that's good. Like, whatever. That's fine if he wants to say that. But I think there's, I don't think there's anybody whatsoever in the Dodgers club I was panicking yeah. right now. He said,
1: uh, he said, I'm pissed. I freaking hate losing. That's why I came here. We're not playing up to our capability. I'm mad. I'm not going to speak for anyone else. You can say it's early and there's no need to panic, and it's all true. At the end of the day, we're not just going to roll out the bats and balls and win baseball games. We're not going to sleepwalk our way to winning the division and a World Series again. That's not how it works. You got to go out there and beat somebody every day. We haven't been good at it, and we need to get better. So I, I thought it was fair quotes. Yeah, I, I no, get it. I, I, sure. I liked it. I thought yeah. it was
0: great. I think that's what you want to hear from anybody on your favorite sure. baseball team that you hate losing. Yeah, I saw, it, I
1: saw a ton of people yeah. giving him shit for talking since he only plays one game, and I – Didn't that didn't ring true with me so I wanted to get Your opinion on it
2: yeah I think That's a fine quote cool yeah Losing does suck
1: Boom Indians and Reds we didn't really talk about that
0: Wade Miley No hitter Unfortunate timing because I think everyone Was already at the tipping point of Why is nobody hitting this Year and then Wade Miley throws a no no And everyone's like ah
1: yeah, it does suck because what he did. Obviously, it's very exciting that's for Wade incredible. Miley. and His name's in the history book, but we're, we're we're lying if we didn't if we don't say that Wade Miley throwing that no hitter s- stamped the well. No hitters might mean a little less this season instead of stamping Wade Miley's career as amazing again and on a good trajectory. And that's harsh, but we're lying if you don't if you not if you're not saying that.
2: Yeah, the the record in a single season, which has been done three times, is seven no hitters. Technically, we've only had four this year, but we should. I mean, we have five. If you really want to break it down, Mad Bums should count. But I mean, is there any way that that record doesn't get broken? Like it has to. We're. I'm kind of out on it, man. 10. Like
1: people are requesting breakdowns. They already don't get watched that much, and they're like take ten times as long to do. So everyone requested no hitter breakdowns. I'm sorry. I'm. I don't think they're going to happen anymore because. They're boring now. Tough.
2: Honestly, crazy. if you yeah. had a meter and that's it was crazy. like, Wade
1: Miley's going to have a great season, or, okay, no-hitters are kind of meaningless, his no-hitter swings it the way that he'd rather it not swing. Sorry, Wade. Good job. Congratulations. Amazing game. But if the Indians get no-hit for a third time, then it kind of cancels yeah. out all the Indians no-hitters.
2: I mean, that's, that's twice in under a month, I believe. It's like three weeks. <laughs> yeah. That's... that's... And they're still winning baseball games. Like baseball's nuts. Yeah. Baseball's nuts. All right,
1: let's go to the individual awards. It's brought to you by DraftKings. Big names are headlining this weekend's UFC 262 card from Nate Diaz to Michael Chandler. There will be no shortage of action. And DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC, has a heavyweight offer for you this weekend's fight with 100 to one odds. One fighter will be walking away with the belt. Will you be walking away with the cash? Pick the main fighter you think will win, and DraftKings Sportsbook will give you 101 odds on that fighter. How about that? This is what we've been telling everyone in Yankees Land Trap, so I guess I'll tell everyone in all baseball land. You do this, right? You choose a fighter, really good odds. There's more than 100 games left, but you get the $100 in free bets, and then you just choose the over-under on your favorite team. You know you're going to be watching every night anyway. And you put a $1 dollar on 100 of the games, and you have yourself a little more fun the rest of the season. Seems like the no-brainer of no-brainers to enjoy baseball just a little bit more, and you're not being too risky, and you're having a good amount of fun. So download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 when you bet on a main card fighter to win. Place your bet and watch the fists fly this weekend. Let's code JOHNBOY to turn $1 into $100 on select main card fighters for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Let's move on to Standout Performances. Standout Performance. I get to go first. I grabbed our dude, Jay Flair, Jack Flaherty. Has a fantastic outing on the mound and a good outing in the batter's box as well. Seven innings pitched, zero earned runs, only three hits allowed, and he hits his first career home run. Mm. In this single game, he lowered his ERA from 341 to 283. And that's a huge drop on the eye test when you're just looking at numbers. He raised his OPS. From 350 to 702, near average with that one home run. So every number went the drastically a better route. Um, his home run had an exit velocity of 106.2 miles per hour. He mm. did not allow a single base hit in this game with a higher exit velocity. So of all the ball of all the hits he gave up. And the hit that he had, he had the hardest hit ball, which I think is kind of cool. Bragging rights for a while. So good job, Jay Flair. He's my standout.
2: Your boy. Your boy, Trev. He's doing and do you guys remember the first game of the season just was horrible for him. And ever since then he's been he's been doing it. So I'm happy. I texted him. Yeah, so I was looking at go.
1: I was looking at his pitch mix a lot. This was the first game he really was like a three pitch pitcher, like his third pitch he used was fifteen percent. Um, he does a lot of different stuff. I went game by game, and you know, one game the slider was he- the most used pitch. A lot of times is the four seam. This game was pretty even between the four seam and the slider. Two seamer gets in there. It's uh, it must be on feel or a scouting report, but yeah, his his usage game on game was interesting. He uh,
0: yeah, he enjoyed it. Hit hit the yabo. It was a legit one. No questions asked. Love that. And yeah, I mean, hey. I don't want to start saying all-star starter, but how's seven and he's six and zero record, two eight three ERA. J Flair, Mile High City. We'll see you there. Mm. Uh, and if you're wondering, part of the reason the Cardinals are starting to become one of the better teams in baseball, mentioned this last episode. Uh, Wayno's ERA is now three eight. Flaherty two eight three. Uh, Carlos Martinez is the, the low man or the high man four three five. John Gant two one five. Kim three zero six. Cardinals rotation right now Looks pretty good
2: Oh yeah It looked like more of the team we thought they were going to be Like preseason we're like okay this is what we think they're going to be And they're kind of They're getting there Jake who is your standout Jamalama ding dong You
0: almost poo-pooed me a little Like my whole noodle situation At home right now There might be poop all over my apartment That's a whole nother issue I'm giving it to Mad Max Scherzer uh, 7.1 innings pitched One earned run 14 Ks 14 Yikes. Ks That is a record For an opposing starting pitcher Against the New York Yankees Yankees have a lot of history folks A lot of history And Max Scherzer Sets the record He was gross He was dotting pitching pitches This was after a Two to three hour rain delay I There was a genuine part of me That thought the Yanks might be messing with Scherzer a little bit Because it won't rain And in the Bronx It was the lightest rain you've ever seen uh, So I think conspiracy theories were kind of okay on it It was also my what to
1: watch for A fake rain delay Fake rain delay with Scherzer. So I said on the pregame show
0: I, It might have been very real He comes out, he drops stick. He was dotting pitches There's uh, my favorite one He He brought one back against Brett Gardner and dotted it, and you could see Gardy like almost wanna argue, and then he just kind of stiffened up, and he's like, Nah that was a, <laughs> that was about as perfect." Back to... or front door? Uh, front door, front door. Ooh, uh, and he's he's pitch. just like, "That's uh, that's as good as it gets." So, uh, Mad Max Scherzer, and a part of the reason I picked this as a storyline. Hey, man. I'm out on the Nats. I'm quitting on them. I my heart wants to get tied up in them for whatever reason. Like that pitching staff and I love Soto so much. And I I wanted to believe in Schwarbo, Schwarbo and Bell. I love Trey Turner. I'm just out. I'm just out. Until they get three games above five hundred, I just can't tap into the nationals. Right now they're in the bottom of the East. I think they're thirteen and seventeen. Again, no interstate here. Um So the Mad Max Scherzer trade deadline rumors are already starting to swirl And I'm almost rooting for it at this point Let's get some chaos Would love to see a team I mean, if you're any team that thinks you're borderline in the playoff race And you get Max Scherzer You now think you're a World Series contender So I'm rooting for that Um, Either win me over Nats or trade Mad Max And I'm currently big time team
2: trade them that's something that never even came into my mind, trading Max Scherzer. But you're right. Son of a gun. I, I'm curious. There's going to be a lot of people up for grabs, I believe, this this uh, trade deadline. And Max is going to be one of the people at the forefront. My goodness.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, they'd have to take on a good amount of money. So that's the interesting part of it. But someone would grab him. If he's available, someone would make the move. Yeah, it's like $20 million for half a season. So. Well, at
0: the trade deadline, I mean, you get him because what's he making? Twenty five, thirty. He's making forty two. That's right. The Nats do those funky contracts. So, oh, you eat a little money, you get more prospect <laughs> capital. That's how trades work nowadays. So. Yeah. If Mad Max is available to be traded, a team will go and get him.
2: Yeah, it's, they have a big decision to make.
1: Trev, who's your standout performance?
2: You guys know I went back and forth on this. I didn't mm. want to take another pitcher. Then I was going to go with yearly. Yuli Guriel, who had a great night on Friday. I thought that night happened on Sunday on Mother's Day, and there was the whole thing with him and his brother playing against each other. His mom had the split jersey on, which I love. I love split jerseys, split hats, because people, it fires people up when that happens. So she had the Astros, Blue Jays thing going on. But it turns out, like I said, he hit his homers on Friday, so I said nope. Then I went, and I'm going to go with DJ LeMayhew who I believe this also happened on Friday, three for four, two home runs. Now, the thing with DJ is he hasn't been hitting for any power this year whatsoever. Okay, if you go back to, where is it? April 26th, that's when the batting average and everything bottomed out. He was hitting 250, 671 OPS. Something clicked, uh, multiple hit game, multiple hit game, and all the way through down now um, in that span, From April 27th to May 9th, he's kind of just been going off, and the Yankees are nine and three. Uh, He's got the OPS back up to 7.65 with those two homers um, on Friday. So they need the machine back. He can't be a slap. He can't be what he was in Colorado when he had that under 100 OPS plus. He needs to hit for power. That's why the Yankees gave him that money. So let's go, man. Two home runs, very nice. Keep that going. The Yankees have started to win because he started to hit a little bit better. He's my standout performance.
1: Two homers are off of Patrick Corbin, who he absolutely crushes. Six home runs off of him now, the most he has versus any pitcher. And they've seen each other a lot. His numbers versus Patrick Corbin are incredible. OPS Plus takes in ballpark factor, so I don't know if those home runs will help him out too much, as I think they're out in one stadium and one stadium alone. Both were Were they really sh- short? I didn't even see him. Both were not okay. home runs off the bat. So Second one is the extra
2: base hits. So far this year for him You know he's really been just slapping the ball around He's been so topping not... everything Him and Glaber yeah,
0: haven't had any power Any power So hopefully it does spark him And Trev he uh he's become such a part Of the Yankees lineup and dynamic That when he's not right The Yankees don't feel right man So he uh like you said in his past 12 games or so He's looking like the DJ LeMahieu the the Yankees have seen For the past couple years so, uh, yeah, what, hey, what's wrong with a couple porch jibbers?
2: There's nothing wrong with that. That could get him going. He's had five games in the last 12 with multiple hits, only three games without a hit. He went from two fifty batting average, which is important because that's, that's a stick for, uh, to measure DJ with, two fifty to two eighty-one. Mm. So he's doing it. Good for him.
1: All right, let's move it on to Slump One. BBD, who are the guys that we may be adding to the list?
3: Well, we've got five of the biggest offers of the week potentially coming on. Pete Alonzo could be replacing his teammate. Goes 0-for-9 on the weekend before walks. Mm. Uh, Eduardo Escobar goes 0-for-11 with Jake in attendance. Mm. Uh, not for all of them. Hunter Dozier, 0 for 10, two walks in there. Sean Murphy, 0 for 10, 3Ks, no walks. And uh, Jonathan Scope, 0 for 7, a walk and a strikeout.
1: All right, so I think it's really fun to just simply replace Alonzo. Alonzo for Frankie. Uh, For Frankie. Lindor came off slump watch in a a good way, and he was on there for a long time. Um, Five for 11 weekend. Yeah, so Lindor was good, and let's replace him with uh, Pete Alonzo. I like that. Some other guys on the list from last week Ty France He went uh, one for nine with a double Carlos Correa Had a, a rough weekend Only one for eight It was a home run The mm-hmm. one hit uh, Freddie Freeman He's off He had a he had a 364 yeah. batting average 500 OBP on the weekend job, Frederick, Frederick. Um, Classic So he's off So Freddie's definitely off So we got one spot available Out of all these new guys You want to go uh, Escobar
3: I'm. I feel so judge is staying on. I don't think we said that.
1: Yeah, yeah. judge Judge Correa,
0: Alonzo, and Ty France. Ty France is starting to get into a nervous area where it's like, hey man, you either got to get off or we got to figure it out. Uh, I'm fine with putting Eduardo Escobar on here because we did that earlier in the season and he was ashamed to flame. And you mm-hmm. know, Eddie's a friend. He's you know, has he retweeted me on Twitter? Absolutely, because big <laughs> snakes and all that. Uh, You know, Trev, I guess you know him too You guys played baseball together or something But um, I have the most confidence that Eduardo would be a shame to flame guy So I have no problem putting him on there
1: Okay, and you want to leave Ty France on? I'd I think li- so I'd like
3: to watch him one more time if... And the, but if kind of if it doesn't happen, then I just don't believe in his April.
0: Yeah, but Like, this is Ty France's last stand. Okay. You because,
1: th- yeah, his numbers are plummeting fast. He had a really good start to the season. But I'm fine with that. You can either have an
0: honorable, dis- honorable discharge or a dishonorable discharge. Okay.
1: So then the other offers for the week, Dozier, Murphy, and uh, Scope, we are just...
3: You got lucky. And I assume of that group, Escobar's probably having the best overall year. Maybe Dozier, but... I'm not just, sure. Just guessing yeah don't have numbers
1: all right so Ty France Alonzo Correa Escobar and judge we're watching you guys mm. now as for who's been swinging the bat well mm. yeah. on fuego. that means I'm on fire baby like Waco add to Elise Garcia seven for 12 with two homers seven RBIs, and a stolen base and he had the crazy nice play to end yeah, the game like where it mm. fell in front of him and then he just scooped it and winged it at home to get the runners from scoring. That was awesome. Jorge Polanco, five for eight with a homer, two doubles. Good mm. job by him. Gene Segura. Mm. Mm. He went eight for 13 with a homer and three RBIs. You guys talked about this guy already, Jordan Alvarez. Uh. He's got it going. I mean, he was kind of – his his. Adding average was bad. All those numbers were kind of bad for those Yankee home runs against Cole, right? That kind of set him right? Or was he already kind of a group? No,
0: I think he was going. I was just on his page earlier. It's uh, He's a disgusting human being.
1: So, he sh- human bean?
0: Are you saying being or being? Being I don't think he's a bean. His numbers on the air are grosso, As I try to bring it up on my phone, it looks like and he's been
1: hitting all season, but his.
0: I think his power numbers maybe maybe weren't there before Cole. Because, um, uh, yeah, three, yeah, 362, 395, a one-dot OPS right Pretty now. Good.
1: Um, yeah, but the stretch he's on right now is crazy. His last seven games, he's gotten multiple hits every single game. His last seven games, he got a 517 batting average and a one-dot slugging. I
0: mean, guys, look at his career so far. 116 116 games 116 games he has 34 home runs 103 <laughs> rbi 324 407 1.057 ops guys insane he's a he's a monster of a man his swing is so quiet
2: oh my god he was born in it, Las Tunas, Cuba. Does that stand it, for the, the Tunis? It fits my narrative. Go just, on. If you're a GM, just get all the Cubans. Cuban players. Yeah. Cuban GM Trev. Yeah. I forgot about I mean, that.
1: the White Sox kind of trying that. And they're in first place. <laughs> JT <laughs> JT Real Muto 6 for 13 with a home run, two doubles, three RBIs. Kyle Lewis had a, a nice series. Good for him, 7 Ooh. for 13. Dansby, 5 for 11. And Alex Bregman. So a couple Astros on there. Couple fillies Good job by all those guys And that's who's on fire mm. Good job Love
0: that Love a little Enfuego
1: Alright we'll rip through some of these awards real quick Awards, awards. Mine's the happy to not know ya award Ooh. Ooh Jim The happy to not know ya award
2: Ooh Jim Any guesses? Pretty tough I already clicked on your link, so I know who it is. But
0: uh, happy to not know
1: you. I'll give you a million dollars if you get it. It's not me, right? Not you. I okay. know you. It goes to umpire John Lipka. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to do a breakdown on this because I do so many breakdowns shitting on umps when they get bad calls that I think it's deserved. Okay. I don't know this ump's name. I checked. He has ejected some people. He ejected one player in 2020. He ejected uh, uh three people in 2019. Scott Service both service Service Ooh. both times. So maybe he's got a little thing with him. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know that name. I I I know more umps names than I should because I do a lot of the breakdowns where I learn them. Uh, do you know this ump, Trev John Lipka, like from your playing days?
2: Um, not off his name alone. I'd have to see his face. I guess I could look him up right here. John Lipka.
1: Yeah, I didn't know him. He had the best, you know, there's that UMP reports, Twitter account, the report cards, which, I mean, uh, Donaldson, like, posted at one time. So, like, he's looking at it. Oh, no players are looking at this shit. And he had the best UMP report card I've ever seen. He had 99% overall consistency, 99% overall accuracy, 100% outside the zone accuracy, meaning he didn't call a single pitch that was a ball, mm. tracked as a ball, a strike. And only one pitch that they tracked as a strike, he called it a ball. And it's so borderline, and it was like a high curve ball. So just a good job by an umpire doing a great job. And happy that I don't know your name, man, because if you know yeah. an ump's name, it's usually for the wrong reasons. But maybe now people will know this guy's name be like, oh, yeah, he had a good game, great game. Mm. You know, if this came out that word. it was Angel Hernandez at a perfect game, you'd be shocked. <laughs> it comes out that, oh, an umpire at a perfect game, which one? And then you don't know his name. You're like, ah, that makes a lot of sense. That's a good gumbo.
2: Yeah. Only one missed call. Damn. I like looking at those umpire scorecards. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. I like Lipka? knowing that. Libka, L I B K A. He's yeah, he's a young guy, which makes sense because guess what? Your eyes get worse as you age.
1: I know. There's been a lot of tests, and like the the younger umps are actually like better. Because, dude, like the old umps, like like Joe West. I know you're going for the record. He's going to retire next year after he breaks the record. But like, there's no way Joe West can function in the way that you have to be able to function. You know how fast the game is when you're like at playing level. It's just. It's unreal. It's like kind of like how we don't make like 90 year olds retake their driver's test. There's like, oh yeah, they're still good. It's like, dude, if my grandma can legally drive mm. right now, then the government is insane. Yeah. And wrong. Because she can barely walk.
2: But she's yeah. legally allowed to drive. They're dangerous. It's like they're dangerous Whoa. on the road. It's
1: so weird. It's like a weird is it just because old people make the laws. Anyway. John Lipka. Happy that I didn't know your name. Because it means you're Shout doing a good job. What up, John? I
0: hate when you do your picks just for ratings. What's that? Getting Libka's name
3: out there just for clicks. Yeah. Yep. I knew,
0: it. I I knew you were going to Internet's do back,
1: that. by the way. Internet's back.
3: Or at least Hell it's yeah. working for me now. Hell yeah. Trey,
2: you want to go? You want me to go? I'll go. I'll go. My award is the No Dicks for You Award. Wow. And that is dicks. Got beavers. Let me finish BBD no dicks that's d i c k a positive for yes of course I'm talking about dick sporting goods mm. this is a little off the cuff here okay but my friend john j okay started with the angels this year was up for a little bit made the roster then he went on the um what's the list where the the his wife was giving birth to their their son what's that list called paternity again? paternity list went on the paternity list and they released him. That and I sucks, talked to him and he wasn't man. yeah, he wasn't sure what was going on. He wasn't sure if he was going to play again or just kind of be home. And he decided that he wanted to go back. He went to Salt Lake City, which is where mm. they have their AAA team. He was going to go do it and he put out a little uh, IG post. He was at Dick's Sporting Goods <laughs> and he was looking for pants. Because if anybody knows, minor league pants are brutal, especially if you've been in the big leagues for a long time. So he went sure there. He bought pants at Dick's Sporting Goods. He bought Mike Trout cleats at Dick's Sporting Goods because he says Nike had not been treating him fairly since he got sent down. Well, turns out he didn't need the Dick's pants or the shoes because he got called up. And then in that game against uh, the Dodgers, he replaced Mike Trout, got a couple hits, even got an RBI. So... No dicks for John Jay. His Dude, award. Congrats, John Jay.
1: Minor league uniforms are so bad that players would rather go buy their own from Dick Sporting Good?
2: 100%.
1: What the hell? They've missed it's, it for it's years, just, Jim. That's crazy. It's insane. What's going on? I'm sure, like, if you go play college ball, I guess they make more money than minor league.
2: They're just, um, so, okay, for my, my experience is Rochester Red Wings, um, there's an equipment closet, and it's just pants that have been around for years, years, and some will have elastic in the bottom, some won't. Um, they, I mean, it, it's just bad. Like you're not going to get a, p- a pair of pants that fits you correctly. So, you know, some well, guys I, your, uh, that, to do it.
1: I get, I get, you don't need like you don't get fitted perfectly pants if you want tapered, if you want baggy, blah blah. But I mean, they should be of it's quality. Bad. That's crazy. The
3: the affiliate team can't at least buy the dick's pants. Well,
2: they do do if the the colors match, but most of the time they don't match. So you're just going to get these random pants, and they're different brands and all this weird stuff. But anyways, I just thought it was really funny. Like This guy has been in the big leagues for so long. Like Your favorite player's favorite player is John Jay, and he was shopping around at Dick's Sporting Goods because Nike wasn't treating him fairly and because the minor league uniforms are so bad. But he didn't have to use them, so no dicks for John Jay. Trev, I don't know if you've
0: seen it yet. I'd, I would not have seen it. I got pretty lucky. John Jay made a like awesome catch in left field mm-hmm. the other day. Awesome. Um, so I'm happy. I know
2: you're a big John Jay guy. He's one of the most respected guys in the show right now. So if you don't know him, know him. Know him. Beautiful. He's also Cuban. Okay. I love Cubans, man I love Cubans I love Cuban sandwiches, too I love Cuban coffee I like Cuban
1: sandwiches, as
2: well Put a little bit of Cuban in my hair That's how I get it like this mm. No, no actually, Cuban? Jake put
1: ball toner in his hair today I did Duh. Oh,
2: you did? Manscaped ball toner? Yeah,
1: sprayed it in his hair during True the weekly you. dumb Can't hurt
0: No Jake, do you have an award? I'm giving out the Miss Jackson Award
1: Sorry, Miss Jackson Woo. That? Yeah That? Yeah. Are you for real? Never meant for my guitar Keep going. let's see where we jump A million times. Then it's like a rap, like I don't know. You got it. I don't have that
0: part. You got it. Uh I'm giving it out to a guy that I've always liked and wow. I think he's proven that he is for real as Jimmy laid it out. I'm giving it out to Sean Manaya. Uh, mm. You know, we always wonder what's the secret sauce in Oakland? They're the West Coast Rays. Basically, both team secret sauces, they pitch. And Sean Manaya, man, he's having a really good start to this year. He's got a 307 ERA in 41 innings pitch. I think if we started talking Oakland A's playoffs, I, I think he's the starting pitcher I'd least want to see on the mound As baby Jesus figures it out And I know Bassett broke out um, I like me some Sean Mania, And he's low-key Had a really nice major league career so far He's 29 years old um, Over the last four years If you want to go there um, You know, 50 starts, a 3.44 ERA That's a really quality starting pitcher If you tighten it up a little bit uh it gets even better the past three years twenty three starts at three two five I like me some Sean Maniah. some of the baseball ref- uh baseball savant stuff is weird his fastball spin ain't there his curve spin ain't there but a lot of it is there the velo ain't there but a lot of the exit velo not walking guys um i'm a Sean shamanaya fan and he's uh he's having a nice new year so i'm uh i'm doing it
1: Good job doing it. I saw him throw a no-hitter once. Baby giraffe.
2: The kid. He's also a really nice guy, cool guy, guy that you want to hang around. I've shared some beverages with him before, and just a, a delight, a delightful human being. Second highest war on the team to?
0: Yusmero petite. Ooh, how about that? How about a one-four, a one-four war out of the pen for use marrow? Maybe he should have got the award. But I love me some nine.
1: Trev, you ever been in a building for a a, a big league no hitter?
2: I was part of one. Jared Weaver no hit us uh, in Anaheim. Damn. I almost i i hit a a uh, ball foul by the Homer foul by this much almost oh. ended it for him. But I'm happy. I'm actually like now that it's all over and, and, and done, I'm happy that he got the no hitter. Cause you know,
0: whatever. Nice. I saw someone tweet out and let me confirm this. How old do you guys think Jared Weaver is?
2: 39. He's yeah. 38. 37, 38. Yeah. 38. I would have said like mid forties. He got in trouble this weekend. He got yeah. ratioed.
1: Wow. Oops, I'll go look it up Alright, uh, who was the best friend of the week, BBD? Our best friend of the week is Jack Flaherty We
3: already talked about him Great outing, hit the homer You know he likes hitting, so Good job, Jack Round of applause And I think we're getting Robo-Trev Robo-Trev
1: so. <laughs> hmm. Alright, let's do uh, elevator talk if you are in an elevator with one of th- with the person wearing the hat of this team, here's some simple fodder for you. 2 minutes on the clock. Scan up and down the Vader. You want we... you're a fan. No, we've uh... done them already. I'm, sw- I'm doing it again. That's close. Uh, oh. the Mariners. Oh. The Mariners. Well, okay. you, they're the best team in extra innings So if a, yeah. if a game goes into extra innings Hey, we're 4-0 in extra inning games You
0: say, know, what, know why I like this team? They play the game the right way They get Ooh. to run across when they oh. need to 4-0 in extras
1: They have a winning record But they're in third in their division So you can kind of say, what's going on here? Eight eight. Yeah, I don't know I mean, they're calling Kyle up some Lewis kids.
2: Is on the on Enfuego the list, Kyle Lewis, that's good. Kyle Lewis. Yeah. I actually, you want to talk about something? This just happened. The chat just put this out. Apparently, Joel Sherman and somebody else re- falsely reported that Kellenek was on his way out. Mm. Yeah. So Trev, got- is,
1: Trev is robot Trev for the YouTube, but for the podcast people, don't understand, yeah. understand you. Yeah, all the reporters just uh, chasing stories like... Bloodthirsty Dumb dogs retweeting Clearly fake accounts Um, Not me
0: baby Kalnick Just go Kalnick Just be like I like to start We got off to And I think this Kalnick Kid could be special
1: Yeah What's their schedule Coming up Who do they got Let me see You know who's a guy You might know Trev They got the Dodgers
0: Kendall Graveman Is having a great year For them And throwing gross stuff Pitch ninja
1: Kendall Graveman. Yeah. They got the Dodgers, they got the Indians, they got the Tigers and the Padres. So there's some stuff you can talk about. All right. Thank you very much for tuning in. We will see you on Wednesday. Goodbye.